Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm chatting with composer, artist, songwriter and producer Ilan Ashkeri. Ilan, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be uh, to be chatting to you today in the... Uh, the run up to Christmas, we've got some. I know you've had some exciting projects going on recently, um, which we'll be obviously talking about. Where are you? Where are you joining us from today, Ilan? Uh, I'm in London, in uh, Kentish Town, near Camden Town. Okay, cool. And and what have you been up to this week? Have things been busy on your end? It's uh, it, it, you know, I, I'm actually not that busy uh, writing anything at the moment, mm. which is un- unusual for me. I'm about to start something, but uh. But I'm just uh, busy uh, preparing uh, for my Christmas shows that are coming up, and uh, and and just been doing a bit of DIY around the house. Oh, nice! Yes, we want to talk about um, uh, a recent project of yours, uh, which is um, it's one that's quite close to my heart. Actually, I, I love the Snowman, and and I love um, the Snowman and the Snow Dog. You recently. Uh, teamed up with Andy Burrows again and a live orchestra for four special shows um, celebrating the 10th anniversary of of the wonderful film uh, The Snowman and the Snow Dog. Um, I know you composed the original score for that, Ilan. Um, how did you, I suppose if we go back a little bit and, and talk about how, how did you first get involved with, with that project um, 10 years ago? Well, um I got contacted by Lupus, the animation production company who were making it. Um, and and I think one of the main reasons they wanted to talk to me was because they knew that I have a, a history of writing songs uh, alongside score and that I worked a lot with, uh, with bands and artists. And so they, they wanted to hire a composer who could also um, uh, help them realize the the song, which is of course the the centerpiece yes. um, of of the snowman, and would be uh, the centerpiece of the snowman and the snow dog. So, I, I got to say, at first I was a little hesitant because I grew up watching the snowman, as mm. you know most people uh, in Britain uh, have done. And and it's a it's a huge undertaking when when you when something is that popular and it's a part of people's lives they feel like and I feel like you 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 have a bit of an ownership over it yes so there's a real responsibility not to not to mess with that not to graffiti all over it right yeah um, because because it's a bit like you're sort of ruining people's Christmases if you mess it up. <laughs> And, uh, and, and so, you know, it, it could easily have been a bit of a poison chalice. And I thought really had to think, can I, can I do a, a proper job of this? And, um, and when I answered that question and, and agreed to do the job, then, uh, we had to talk about what artist I was going to collaborate with. Yes. For me, uh, Andy Burroughs, uh, uh, was a friend back then and now a very very dear friend over the years um but it, but it seemed like a it, it was a really good 
uh, call to bring him in. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd recently left Razorlight. He was releasing these really uh, well-received solo albums. Um, uh, but also he wasn't so huge. It wasn't like bring, bringing in a huge band that would overshadow yes. something, yeah. you know? So, so, uh, so, uh, you know, and, and Andy ha- has, uh, well, two uh, daughters now, but at the time, ju- just one. And so really connected with the kids thing. And also he had this little sort of cloud dog called Rufus, who, who was very, very, uh, similar to the snow dog. So it all just seemed perfect. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so then, we, you know, we set about writing the score together and writing the song together. We wanted it to be really cohesive, mm. and and it was a big challenge. But we just thought, you know, you just got to try your best and hope it's going to be okay. And and I think ten years later, looking back on it, I feel I feel like we did an all right job. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I guess it makes sense as well, having worked with Andy on the original score, to then bring him bring him back to to work on it again together um a bit of sort of consistency there and and obviously you guys got a BAFTA nomination for the original score um 10 years ago which is which is fantastic obviously um and i mean like you say it's it i guess having that in your in the back of your mind having to stay um st- keep that score true to the original kind of feel of of the original snowman score and I, and i guess you kind of went off of that i would imagine um well we we made it more contemporary you know we brought a a sort of a a pop thing to it but it was it it was 30 years later and and in the story uh of you know i don't know how much people get the the, all the little details of it Mm. but the but but in the story uh the the reason in, in snowman snowdog the reason the little boy finds the old picture of the snowman is because he's moved into that to house. The house. He finds it in the, in the, he finds the it was hidden in the yes. floorboards. So this, there's been this passage of time. So it made sense that there would be a more contemporary yes. song. Um, and, um, and that's, and that's what we wanted to do. And, you know, and, and it's, you know, for me and Andy, it really it is the music for snowman snowdog is our baby and you know and we'd never we'd always whatever happens to snowman snowdog we do it together you know we're like we're like the snowman snowdog band <laughs> now for this uh for the, were there any specific requirements um for this 10th anniversary show ilan um tell us a little bit about how that came about uh and and how you how you kind of approach that uh from a from a creative process kind of standpoint well, we really we just wanted to do something special for the tenth anniversary. We had done nine years ago. We did uh, a series of of concerts, and they were really well received. and And we wanted to to do that again. And so, in some ways, it's similar, and in other ways, we're, we're bringing some more special christmas magic to it i don't want to give too much away but but the 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 show works like works like this in the first part of the show there's a little bit of a classical performance from the orchestra and then we perform the snowman and snow dog uh uh with a with an orchestra and the band and this huge screen it's really really quite spectacular Mm. and beautiful um then there's an interval 
and uh, and then we come back uh, and with the band accompanied by the orchestra, we just play uh, Christmas pop songs. Just uh, again, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, but yeah. it's a bit like a sing along. It's all stuff that you hear on the radio every year. It's just our favorite Christmas pop songs. And uh, and then we're going to bring in a couple of uh, really special guests uh, who we're inviting to come and, and share the stage with us on on a couple of different songs. And, um, and so it's uh, it's just a it's like a Christmas pop concert, really. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, the you know perfect way to get into the festive spirit as well. Uh, and the show. So the show. Um, the first. I think there's two dates. Uh, with uh, matinees as well on the on the 17th uh, in Birmingham and at the 20th uh, at Drury Lane Theatre Royal. Um, exactly. Yeah. And which, so there's matinee shows for yep. the really little ones, and uh, and uh, evening shows uh, for 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 the older kids or the grown ups. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, tickets are on sale now for all our listeners. Um, and uh, yeah, just what a fantastic project to be involved with, Ilan. And having, yeah, like you say, having worked with Andy, um, you know, almost like Team Snowman, you guys, Team Snowman, Team Snowman, the Snow Dog. Uh, it must be just a really nice thing to kind of see through, you know, 10 years later and, and to see everyone um, appreciating it just as they did, uh, just as they did before. Um, well, I, I, you know, it, it really is because, like I said, it, it is a risk when you take on something that's so famous and so well loved. Yes. And and but what I find ten years later, when when people, you know, t- talk to me about Snowman Soda Dog, and they go, oh, "Wow, did you do that?" And and it seems like it, it has become part of the the, the British Christmas tradition Definitely. as much as Snowman as the original snowman yeah. and uh, and i'm really grateful for that you know it's not often in one's career in anyone's career that you get to uh create something that uh that that touches so many people and connects to a special time and you know every year uh, for for people that's a that's a really special thing to to have had the opportunity to do so I'm really grateful for that, and I know Andy is as well. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic, and uh, I I know one of your recent projects um, from I'm not sure if it was earlier this year, the uh, Space Station Earth album, um, yeah. which you did like an immersive uh, tour uh, with the European Space Agency, and a fantastic performance at the Royal Albert Hall with Tim Peake. I mean, that sounds incredible. I know, completely different from from what we've been talking about but um that sounds like a super interesting project and and i would imagine very different like i say very different from the snowman and the snow dog how how did that compare going from from working on something like that to you know going back to snowman and the snow dog and and, and doing and doing that how was that for you well i mean what's nice about it is that they're both uh, live shows yes and when when you're writing music it can often get you know a bit you're just i'm just sat in my studio on my own writing mm-hmm. music especially these days you know there's less meetings there's more 
stuff on Zoom like we yes. are. And uh, but but you know, just sending music to people and getting notes. And so you kind of miss the human interaction. And my God, you know, the human interaction of being on a stage and and getting the energy from the audience and giving that back out and all of that is uh, is really as good as it gets. So I'm I'm grateful that this year has given me the these chances to be on st- on stage um the the space project is also just extraordinary uh for me I, it, it, tim peak was a fan of my work um including snowman snowdog Incredible. i believe yeah. um and <laughs> uh and he uh and, and he contacted me and asked if i could help out with with some music and I was really inspired. I got to go to Johnson NASA uh, space center, oh, wow. space center in Houston to visit him. And I got the most incredible tour that, you know, the tour you can only get if an astronaut shows you around, yeah. <laughs> you, know, basically you see all the bits that no one's really allowed to wow. see. And it was so inspiring. And Tim uh, is, as, as we all know, such an inspiring person to talk to at the end of it. I thought, why are we doing a small thing? Let's do a giant thing. Yeah. And it took, quite a few years to 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 pull together but um but but finally uh we got to do it and um and we're continuing to do it and i hope we'll be back in london yeah uh, in the not too distant future because i know people are writing to me quite a lot asking when um when we're going to do more shows yeah. and uh and the answer is soon <laughs> but um but we don't i can't say a specific date yet so um well so yeah i'm really looking forward to doing doing more uh space traveling yes <laughs> well yeah certainly something to look forward to um it's a it's a fascinating project and uh yeah that's that's fantastic um, what are you doing more of these days, Ilan, in terms of um, obviously you're writing and, and composing music a lot, but do you do producing as well? Um, I know you've kind of dipped your toe into a few different things over the years, but what, what are you tending to do more of now, day to day? Right now, I seem to be doing, and, and I'm very happy about this, just more of my own independent work. So okay. I'm just uh, writing a new ballet at the moment, just about to start start doing that. Um, and, you know, and I am still also talking about doing various TV, uh, film and video games. Yeah. You know, I do yeah. still enjoy doing that. But, you know, when, when you do that work, you're part of somebody else's vision yes and that's great and i love those collaborations i'm always searching out healthy positive collaborations because they're not always like that so i'm I'm much more picky about what projects i do in that world but but uh, but also i can be because i'm getting so many more opportunities to, to to create my own shows like space station earth uh do live shows with stuff that that i created already like snowman snow dog yeah and also working in the in 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 the uh, ballet world or the or just the 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 you know classical performance world yeah. or, or contemporary you know um what i'm not doing too much of at the moment is songwriting and and working you know uh working with bands which i miss but you know i'm sure that'll come back you know it's funny yeah. you know things find you yes yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, these opportunities that you've that you've picked up over the last couple of years and and um, and run with have, have been awesome. And, and like you say, these opportunities pop up um, when you kind of least expect it. So who knows what you'll be doing this time next year? 
Um, well, exactly. And yeah. I just feel, I'm, I feel so lucky that, that my music has taken me on, on a, an amazing journey in yeah. my life, yeah. you know, like, you know, Tim Peake first heard my work because of a, the movie Lair Cake that yes. I wrote the score to. And, and, and then he followed my career and then he contacted me and that created this whole amazing experience for me, you know, and, and, and even staying, same with Snowman Snowdog, the, the, the producers and directors knew my work and they met me. And, and so, and so it's, an, it's, I feel so lucky. I get to make music and put it out there in the world and, and it connects with people. And then, they ring me up and we make more stuff and put more stuff out in the world. Yeah. So, you know, who knows what will come back? Yes. <laughs> I'm making it sound so easy. It's not that easy, by the way. I have to work really hard. Yes, I'm sure you do. Sometimes sure. quite scary too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make it sound very easy, but um I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not. Um all in a day's work that they say but yeah um another couple of projects that i before i let you go ilan um that i wanted to to talk about um sas rogue heroes on bbc one uh which uh is a a major new drama series from the creator of peaky blinders um it's a kind of dramatized account of uh special forces unit sas um which sounds super interesting. If you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about that, how you got involved and how you kind of approached that. And then there's also uh, Kingdom of Dreams, which is a docuseries, which is vastly different again. Um, and, and I've got these two because I know they're kind of, uh, they're coming out soon, kind of yeah. this autumn. Well, they're outright, outright now, actually. Yeah, well, there we go, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, SAS is just a, a brilliant story. I I, I was, uh, I... I met up with an old producer friend of mine, Colin, and uh, we were just having a catch up. And I just said to him, just in passing, "Oh, you know, I've, I've just sort of been asked, to, you know, to to have a meeting about this TV show about the SAS. It kind of sounds interesting." And he, and he said, "Oh, that's Tom, the director. I know him really well. I tell you what, I'll send him a message, and we can all have a drink." So we met up in this place in Soho, a whiskey barn. <laughs> drank a whiskey together he told me a bit about the show i was like this is brilliant and 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 i really connect to world war ii stuff because my grandmother uh was in the french resistance oh wow yeah. my grandmother was french and and so that you know it really means a lot to me and and we just got on like a house on fire and it was it was kind of it was amazing it was you know next thing i know we were working on this essay uh, you know he was sending me stuff of the, the you know that the, they'd filmed and then and, and and i started working on it and and what i loved is he he had a really Tom, the, the, the director had a very clear vision for what he wanted. Mm. And he wanted to put all these punk rock songs in because, because the SAS was so uh, sort of anti-establishment. Yes. And so, um, you know, that, that, that even though this music was anachronistic, uh, you know, not appropriate for the time period, it, it embodied the spirit yes. of what they were doing. And, uh, and, and I said, well, let's just make a score like that. I'll just ring up some friends from rock and roll bands. And, and I do this a lot when I write the music for The Sims video mm. game. I get I get friends in bands and they're probably not, I can't say who they are because they're not strictly speaking allowed to work outside of what they're doing. Right. And so I, but, but you know, but but Sims and now the SAS is, is full of like sort of rock stars taking a little day out. Yeah, their, I love that. In their day job. Um <laughs> And, 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 um, and we just, I just went in the studio and we just made a lot of noise. 
with, with guitars and drums and uh and and then i pieced the score uh together from that with with the help of my genius uh producer engineer steve mclaughlin yeah. and you know and he he really got it as well because he was in a scottish punk rock band and he works with you know uh, records all of kasabian's stuff and, and yes and okay and so so you know so we, so there was lots of uh you know a lot of the right people and we just had the best time uh making making a noisy yeah, guitar-y that, that uh, sounds, score that there's other like of yeah. course much more emotional stuff in it as well and, yes. and 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 it was good to you know like i say that that material really world war ii stuff really connects to me on a personal yes. level yes sounds like a very fun one actually so it sounds like another very interesting very interesting project to uh to get involved with and and kingdom of dreams um if you wouldn't mind touching on that a little bit as well that's that's that, again yeah, yeah couldn't have been uh, more different i i had a very uh a, a very clear idea of the kind of music that i wanted to write for that yeah and how i thought it would go and i and i was i'm really grateful to the to the filmmakers at, at misfits for for not just going on the on the journey with me and trusting me but encouraging me um in my in my mad uh plans but i i just for that i wanted to write a piece of music for each uh, of the designers in the show yes. because these these these, these and, and, and again the fashion world is something i connect with you know i did a show for for burberry um and and that was one of my my favorite things I ever did. Just I got got to write this beautiful uh, piece of music, which which uh, was performed by me, conducted at the end of catwalk. Um, nice and uh, you know with with an orchestra uh, and and uh, you know models walking around everywhere. And so and so I, I've I'm really interested in the artistry in the fashion world. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know i think it's i think it's really important and uh and, and i was really interested in the characters and how they express themselves you know john galliano and mcqueen and yeah. you know the, the the different people and and so i wanted to write music that embodied their styles yes. and uh, and so i did that i wrote these big uh, uh, uh pieces of music and i made them very layered because the fashion world is complex many different things going on so like themes intertwining with each other mm-hmm. and then i gave that to 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 the production and they and 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 pulled it apart gave them all different pieces like a jigsaw puzzle yeah and they started putting it in the film and, and we worked on it that way it's not not the most conventional uh process but um but i'm glad that they that they had faith and trusted my mad artistic plan (laughs) and I'm, and I'm really pleased. And I think they're, they are also, they're really pleased with the result. I think, uh, I think, I think we made really interesting uh, a TV show about the fashion world and, and how it affects all of us. And, and I think the music is uh, a big part of the storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and obviously essentially that's, that's what you do. You, you tell the story through your kind of sonic interpretation of the of the story and and you you mentioned process there and and I imagine that that kind of varies quite a lot depending on on the kind of project you're working on I was going to ask do you have a particular kind of starting point when you when you start writing or or composing something you know do you start on uh, 
with some chords on a guitar or a melody or or you know but it sounds like you kind of you get a brief uh and then kind of tailor it to you know you create that sonic interpretation that reflects the story itself so it, and i don't and, and and sorry to to jump in but it's no, not even that i just get a brief like for me that you know there are many people who work that way yes but for me that's not that's not what i'm in it for for me it's a collaboration yes so we sit yes. down we look at the film or the tv show or the video game or whatever it is and and we talk about what the brief fit what should this be and yeah. then we try stuff out first things you try out don't always work mm. it doesn't always stick you just try out a bunch of ideas and then you you work out what it is together as a as a collaboration but you are right that i i i like to change up the way that i create stuff because if you change if you change the tools that you're using if i change the instruments or change the way that i'm working then that influences your creativity yes and um and and so you know like one you know one time you're using you're painting with oils and another time you're painting with watercolors but what i find is that i go through stages of working in a particular in a particular way yeah and and then and then when i get bored of that i try to think for of a new particular way to, to, to work yeah. as well so um you know so there is a there is a kind of conceptual through line uh you know there are things that are similar in space station earth to kingdom of dreams yes um it, it, because I, i'm i'm sort of interested in working in a particular way at the yeah. moment yeah. but then if i look back at snowman snowdog that's that's like a world away the way that i wrote <laughs> that and created that is very different from how i like to work now yeah I mean, it's it's just it's lovely, Snowman and the Snow Dog, and um, very magical kind of uh, story for this time of year. And uh, I'm sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll be popping it on the telly at some point over this this Christmas this Christmas period. And um, brilliant, sure make, maybe you'll make it down to one of the gigs. That would be that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. I'd love that. And uh, is there anything um, on in the pipeline for you, Ilan? Uh, things that you're working on that you can talk, you know, that you can spill the beans on, so to speak, that, you know, maybe some projects for next year. Um, well, I'm, I yeah. am, I am going to write uh, a, a ballet. Um, yes. So, but I, I can't actually say much more than that at okay. the moment, but I am very excited about that. And I'm working with an, a really, an, a, a very inspiring choreographer and, and one of the greatest, uh, ballerinas alive in the world today wow. so I'm really uh, excited to have the opportunity to do that and then I am going to collaborate uh, on a show with uh, Tim Wheeler from the band Ash and okay. uh, and uh, he, he's he's a good friend and we uh, write we, we always enjoy writing together so really looking forward to that fab well, it sounds like there's lots to look forward to, lots to get excited about. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. And uh, hopefully, the next time we catch up, we'll uh, we'll have a bunch more stuff to talk about, uh, which will be great. I uh, I think it's a nice place for us to leave it, though, Ilan. It's been uh, it's been a real pleasure catching up. And yeah, well, um, thank you so much for for having me. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Maybe maybe see you at one of the shows. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Um, for the purpose of 
purposes of the podcast, we'll uh, say our goodbyes now. And uh, yeah, all the best with everything that's that's going on at the moment. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up very soon. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Elaine. Take care. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.